spiritual breath? Spiritual breath is just at a form where I get to share some of my, 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 my discussions about the Bible. I, I try to give you as many scriptures as I can, and I do at times talk for myself, my own point of views. But when I do talk like that, I say from my point of view. Um, I'm not leading you or trying to persuade you to see things like that. I just take the word of God and try to navigate through it to help you see things from a different perspective. I truly believe that we all can learn one for another. And so that's why Spiritual Breath came up, because as a leader and, and, and a spokesman, uh, uh, motivational speech here, and it could go on and on. There are times where I see that people are not being filled with the knowledge that they're seeking. They're not getting the rundown of information and they're sitting in a place of dormant, dormancy and they're sitting there asking God to share with them. So what I, I was led to do was start a podcast where I could share some of these conversations that I have with others and some of the spiritual insights that he drops in my spirit with you in hopes that I can encourage you to educate you and to strengthen you because in this hour I believe most of us are going through a storm and I want to talk about the storm of, of, of that we're in now I, I know some of us now I'm not gonna say all of us but we've been twisted we've been turned we've been broken we've been we've been you know pushed down so God gave me this 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 picture and it comes to one of the famous nursing rhymes the humpty dumpty sat on the wall you know the whole concept where he fell down and he broke into pieces and he was always looking for the kingdom the horses the man to put him back together again and i believe in this case many of us have been broken spiritually broken not that you don't know god but we're going to use the ezekiel 37 the dry bone story we feel like all hope is gone because we have been in a place too long we've been in this this constant place seeking god seeking fasting praying but it doesn't seem like the relief is coming i know nobody's gonna sit up here and just really agree with me and say man yeah you, you're talking to me because see most of the people that hear this they act that they're so spiritual so they would never admit that they were in a place of dryness a place where things are not lining up because nine times out of ten most of the time when you say somebody's in a dry place you automatically assume that it's because of sin and, and maybe in some form that might be true. But in a lot of cases, it, it's not that it's in, it could be a building stage. See, I want people to look at this as a positive uh, interaction today because sometimes you have to get knocked off your high horse or brought to a place where you need to realize where your strength come from. You need to realize that everything is not always as perfect as you may think it is. There are some things that you need to adjust, some things that you need to pick up, and some things you need to learn. And the only way that this can happen is for you to fall from your, your, your current position. And I've always looked at this. If you all would stick with me for this, this visual picture that I'm going to try to play in your mind, would be... If you were Humpty Dumpty and you fail and you all have messed with eggs before and you know what happens when they hit the yolk come out but the shell gets scattered in different pieces, let's look at the shells being scattered in different pieces. They're, they're not in one place. You may have one shell go over here, one go over here, one over. But just say for the sake of discussion, we had a few scattered pieces of shell all over, but the yolk was still intact and what we wanted to do was put it back together. So this is you spiritually. You're in a place where you're still still one piece, but you'll, you have different parts of you that's been scattered. So what I mean is the main connection with God is still sound, but there are some things that have pulled you in different directions. I think most of us can relate with that. Um, and in this pulling, we finally come to the realization that we've been pulled for such a period of time that now we can't find the connection that we need to structure ourselves back to a place where we can entrust and believe 
that God is going to do this. In other words, we are this place now, if we were just looking for a piece of conversation to say, we know that God is able to do all things, but right now we're not believing that it'd be done in this time frame. Meaning it, when I really need him to do it, I don't believe it's going to happen now. It may happen by and by, but right now when I really need it most, it's not going to happen. And many of us have been in a place where we know with all that we had and all, we pray that God said he's going to move uh, in, a, in this week. Or somebody prophesied and said, God said he's going to do it on Tuesday. You prophesied to yourself when you made a declaration that you need God to pay this bill and he's going to do it this week. And it hadn't happened. It failed to happen on the day that you have given it happened. And you got frustrated. You got aggravated. You got confused. You, you brought doubt in. And all these things began to surface. And if we were looking at this, all those things that I just mentioned are the separation of tools, the pieces of eggs uh, shell that is scattered. And some time away, we got to get that all intact, put it back in place and seal you up with knowing that God is able to do all things because you have to convince yourself that you truly believe that all things are supposed to work together for those who love the Lord, who have been called by, by, for his purpose. And you know that you've been called because the Bible says in John that you didn't choose him. John 15, you didn't choose him, but he chose you. So with that, if he chose you, then he have to keep you. But he also said, but if your word, his word abide in you, you abide him, then he's with you. So you have to understand there's a, a, a part that we're obligated to. But how many of y'all going to really say that even all that being said, I still have doubt. I still am somewhat confused and I'm still um, troubled because the devil just, he just won't let the thing go. If you get one part of the shell back in place, the other five is still scattered out. And he's going to tell you without those five, you're never going to be complete. And no matter how much you try to convince yourself, the reality of the truth is that you don't see it to come to be a reality. This, this is not going to happen. Yes, he is right. Because if I don't have A, B, C, D, then I'll never be able to get to uh, D, E, and F. And I need to get to D, E, and F because that's where my purpose is. That's where my promise is. That's where I'm destined to be. But right now, I've been dealing with A, B, and C so long, I can't even see D. So Ezekiel talked about this. When he said, man of God, he's the son of man, can these bones live again? And I want to let y'all know, in that one passage, for the first time you're seeing that God valued your word. He valued Ezekiel's word because he asked him, and Ezekiel said, being wise, only you know, God. Let me tell you something. Sometime in a situation where you're stressing and you're going through so much, you need to encourage yourself and say, you know what? I can make it. I can do it. The Bible says when David was going through, he encouraged himself. And sometimes people have to make an um, intercessor for you. Some people have to be in prayer for you. Some people have to speak life over your situation. That's why the Bible says it's good that two of us walk together. How can we walk together both of us agree? We need that, that help. So Ezekiel stood in the gap, and the Bible made clear that he said Ezekiel was placed there by the hand of God. You all have to understand that sometimes you have to be an observer to the Humpty Dumpty syndrome. doesn't mean that you're in it. You can feel like you're in it, but you just might be an observer to watch how everybody else around you is dealing with a fallen status where they have came off their high perch and now they're trying to gather their stuff together. How they go by doing it. You have to be the first partaker of it in some cases. Sometimes you need to be there as a witness. Sometimes you need to be there as an encoucher or an encouragement. Or maybe you just need to be there to speak when God says speak. Maybe it's a test for you to see how you would deal with somebody who you treasure a lot, somebody you know or somebody you don't know who's going through, how you can encourage them to be better. Ezekiel shared it. And when he said, God, only you know, 
God said, now you prophesy to him and tell him what the Lord of God, the Lord God says. Who is speaking? It's no longer man talking. When you're broken, you can't look at the male or the female that is bringing the message. You got to hear the voice of God through them. You got to hear that quickening that you need to get you catapulted and into moving forward, get you all energetic and, and restoring that faith and restore that belief. The problem is the devil's not dealing with your hope until he can kill your faith and your belief. If he can get your belief, then faith is going to go quick. And after faith gone, your hope is gone. So he has a three-part attack that's dealing with it. So if he can get you stop believing in what you're saying, he can stop having you your faith walking in what you're saying because if faith without work is dead. And then if he can kill your faith and your, 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 your belief, then hope is already gone. All hope is gone, they say. But God said, hearing this, now I like this part because for the first time we are seeing the picture is that when you completely broken and you have no other level or no other place to go, you can only go up. That's when God begins to do his work. When you're totally surrendering all unto him, God, I can't do nothing unless you do it. I am. I give up. You win. You win. That's when he starts structuring you. What did he do as soon as that? He said, let me say he did, but he started bringing things together. The Bible says they began to hear a noise. Things began to line up. You got to begin to start listening for that, 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 that voice of change, that rumble in the atmosphere, that thing that's telling you that you're no longer in bondage. You're coming out of this victorious. God got you on this. You got to start hearing the message of encouragement, but you got to begin to, 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 to hear it and ready to move. And then next thing they said, the, the, the bones and the, and the, and, the, and the skin and all that become back together. So when you begin to hear, the next thing you got to do is you got to begin to look for this movement to manifest. I, I, I'm saying no different than Acts 2, uh, uh, 2 through 5 when they talked about when they got on one accord. See, the same thing. When you get on one accord and you totally surrender unto God, that knowing that you can't do it, you in one accord that only God can fix that, then he has to do something about it. What did they say? First thing they did in Acts 2 and, and I think 2, said they heard. I thought, um, one said when it came on one accord, but two said they heard a sound from heaven. They identified that for the first time they had separated from everything and what they were hearing came directly from God. Well, here's what he told Ezekiel. He said, tell them to hear what I got to say. So then he starts structuring them. He starts teaching them to listen to his ears, listen to what he's saying, listen to how he's conversing. And then for the first time, you and I, who's in this Humpty Dump city, we're starting to see that God is starting to move in our direction. He's chaining us to start hearing his word. So we start applying his word, starting to motivate us, encouraging us, strengthening up in our spiritual man. Then he became visual. He starts showing us how he's connecting the, the things. He's putting things back in place in us, bringing us into a place of peace, bringing us to a place of prosperity, bringing us to a place that we will be encouraged to go forward. And once you start seeing that seal, and when you got all that together, all the cracks are back in place, Place. What did he do then? Ezekiel told you. He said, prophesy to the four winds because all of that was done, but their hope was not restored. Your faith was not restored, but your belief was intact. And so when he seen that the belief was right there, he began to speak spiritual things into you. Breathe onto them that they may live. In other words, I start encamping the angels around you, surrounding you, removing those obstacles that have been hindering you, bringing you back up to your standing point where you can start saying, oh, it was God. All you can say is, but God, you, you have no other choice but give him all the honor and all the glory. And when after he breathed on them, let me tell you something. After God establishes you, after he restores you, after he puts you back in that place, look what he does. God will promote you. What did he do with them? 
as soon as they got together, he made them the mighty army of Israel. He promoted them to be warriors. He promoted them to be able to take on the, the adversary. He promoted them with the ability to, to defeat the devil. You all, I'm trying to encourage you now. You may be down. You may be struggling. You may feel like you're scattered. But I'm here to tell you, your sound is coming. You're going to have to begin to look and listen for that sound. And once you hear that sound of change, listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. When you hear that sound of change, now be watchful. Be looking because things are about to change and you need to bear witness to it. You need to see those changes. Why? Because the Bible says in Revelation, I think 13 or chapter 12, it says, how do we overcome the adversary? He said, by the blood of the lamb. The blood of the lamb is what covers you. He said, but it's by the words of our testimony. You're going to have to begin to remind the devil that he's a defeated foe. You got to remind him when Jesus was tempted. He said, it is written. You got to encamp that word that is in you. He said, write this word upon your heart that you would not sin against it. You got to understand this word is going to keep you. So when you begin to hear God speaking, you got to secure that word in you. You got to humble unto that word. You got to, you got to ask God for repentance and deliverance so this word can manifest and, and fixate itself in you so when you begin to talk that word is going to come forth and with that word is going to bring that anointing because the bible says how do you break the yoke of body he said by the by the anointing it's the anointing that breaks the yoke and the anointing only comes when you get connected that relationship and the holy ghost is leading you then the anointing will come to break the stronghold bring up that strong man and tie him down the bible says in in, in jeremiah 1 and 10, he says, see you this day, I have put you over the kingdom and the nation to pull down, root up and destroy. I'm just trying to tell you, there is an appointed time where God is going to put you on your feet. And although you were broken, you're going to be restored. You're going to be elevated. And then you're going to find yourself begin to speaking and, and you're going to start declaring things of the Lord and those things that, that God has promised you. Jabez said that he would increase your territory. You got to believe that this is the hour for God to gather you up restored you and you're going to begin to claim the things y'all said that ain't true when you look at ezekiel you'll go over and 37 and and i think 11 or 12 although their hope was gone he said i'm gonna take you out your stony grave and i'm gonna put you in the land that i promise you he said that's when you're gonna say that you know it was god who did it and performed it i'm here to tell some of you and i'm encouraging right now that god is doing something great in your life even though you may look like you scattered and you may have scatterbrain right now but i'm telling you just listen for the sound you are about to come and hear the trumpet of change blowing in your ear and when you get up and look you're gonna see how god took you from where you are and put you higher than where you were before. So I'm here to tell you, God can do it, but you got to let him work it through you. Stop aborting the process. Ladies and gentlemen, sometimes your process is to take a step back to go 20 cent forwards. Sometimes your process is going to have you to stand still so your blessings can run down, run you down. And sometimes you may have to turn around and go back just so you can pick somebody up who is not strong enough to go so you can take on the infirmity of the week. I'm just sharing enough for you. This is spiritual breath. This is what we do. We're trying to breathe life and change into you. We are your trumpet of change. You are my trumpet of change. So, but I need you to do what you're called to do. And the only way you're going to do it is to go through the process, whatever God has for you. With that being said, hey, it's an honor to talk to you. Although these messages went out and we tried to reach the masses, and prayfully it does, the one masses I want to reach is the one that's not saved. The one that does not know Christ for his Lord or, or, or her Savior. I want to introduce him to you. I want you to know that this is the best decision that you can make. You have tried the world. You have tried the adversary. And as of right now, you have no short passage. You don't know what's really going on in your life. 
All you are doing is in survival mode. But I want to tell you that I know of a man that can come to you and unify with you and make you even stronger to do more. You'll be able to achieve goals that you never expected, but you would have that peace. He said, the peace I give you, the world cannot give. But he said, my peace surpass all understanding. And right now, some of y'all need to have this peace because you've been looking for answers and it hasn't. You've been looking in men, you've been looking in women, you've been looking in jobs, you've been looking in money, you've been looking in your house, you've been looking at material things, and the list could go on. But the one thing that you're listening for, man cannot give. And that's that true inner love that will never leave you or forsake you. That connection that would have you, when things go bad, you'll still be able to smile. Because at the end of the day, no matter what happens, you know that you have a God that will never leave you. He will always be there and he will encourage you and strengthen you. Am I going to tell you it's going to be an easy path? No. But one thing I can guarantee you, if you keep that straight and narrow, you will see God. With that being said, if you're one that don't know Christ, let me encourage you. It's a few words, but you need to speak from a sincere part of your life and your heart. And you got to look at all the things that you've been facing. And all you got to say, Lord, it is I. Whatever your name is, Lord, forgive me for all the times that I didn't surrender my all to you. And you can say that as believers as well. God, today, I want to declare myself unto you. And as a believer, redeclare my, my life to you. I want to declare that you are my Lord and Savior. I want to be your child. I want to be your friend. I know you died on the cross for my sins, and I thank you for that. But you raised up on the third day with all powers to help me to not fall short to the ways of the adversary. I ask you right now, as I denounce my connection to every sinful thing that was not of you, I ask you for repentance and forgiveness, that I will have the opportunity to be called your child. Lord, I declare that I will give you my all, and I ask you that you will come in and suck with me where you and I can be one. Teach me how to love you. Teach me how to do what you need me to do. Give me that willingness to follow you. And God, surround me around your people that will help me to finish the process of salvation, that I'll be able to gain the gift of the Holy Spirit, that I will go forth and be connected with the relationship and trust in the Holy Ghost to lead and guide me. So God, today I want to declare my oath unto you that you are my Lord and my Savior. And I will do all that you ask me to do in efforts to be like you. If you had said this and you believe in your heart, I want to tell you congratulations and welcome to the family. What better family that you could be is those that believe in Christ. Now, I know that there for you all, you might not have a church home. You might not have a spiritual leader. You might not have anyone that you can go talk to. I offer this if you're one. If you will reach out to me via email at ApostleJTJohnson at gmail.com and let me know that you gave your life to Christ by hearing this podcast and you would like to have literature or conversation, I'd be more than happy to reach out to you and coach you and encourage you until we can find you a place where someone else can finish the process until your salvation. Now, if you're in the South Florida area, you can always email me and I'll give you my location of my church and uh, one of the churches and you can come down and fellowship with me. And if not, I would try to find a church that teaches the death, burial, and Jesus, uh, death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ in efforts to help you to go through the process. But I promise you, if you would email me, I would be with you until you find a suitable place that will help you to spiritually grow into the things of God. 
I will personally take all that I can to help you, either through literature or, or through uh, phone conversation, podcast, or recording, whatever it's going to take for you to stay into that right place with Christ. I'm here for you. And I know there's others out here. So I ask you this as I pray for you and I'm going to get off the line. And even for y'all believers, if you find yourself in a place and you need some encouragement, feel free to email me and let me know what's going on. And if any of you all want to hear something more on different podcasts when it comes to spiritual things, please feel free to let me know. And if you want to hear more intellectual conversation where I talk about feeding the mind and transitioning, you can go to my other past podcast called Feeding the Thought. And then if you want to hear more about the business um, aspect, how to become better entrepreneurs and, and, and the methodology behind that, um, you can go to Let's Get It. It's a more comical approach to making some more insects, insights to how we go about business. So I got all these platforms to help you out. But most of all, the biggest platform is this one right here, um, Spiritual Breath. Please share this with somebody. Listen to it over and over again. It's there. There's other ones on there um, that may be you know, helpful in your time of need. I'll do whatever I can to help you. With that being said, Heavenly Father, I ask that you extend your hand around these listeners. Bless them from the top of their head to the sole of the feet. And for those that gave their life to Christ, God, you surround them even the more. Put the blood of, of the Lamb upon them and speak life into them. Give them rest. Give them assurance that you're there with them. But God, I ask that you send someone there that will see the need and help them and to develop them and coach them to be better in what they're in God. That they will, one, have that oneness with you. That none of us will be lost because you say it's not your desire that any of us will leave but we will have everlasting life. And we ask that you echo that in the atmosphere and bring that changes unto them, that they will have a chance to continue on this pathway to righteousness. God, I thank you and we bless you. We glorify you. In Jesus Christ's name we pray, amen. Hey, this was Spiritual Breath. Come on, take it in. Take in a deeper breath. Take it in. Fill your lungs up with it. Let it go.